Welcome to episode 110, Become the Inconvenient Woman. Welcome, I am your host, Claire Obeyed. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honour our healing and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hi beautiful ones, welcome back to the Woman Awake podcast. Okay, a couple of little logistic things, little things that I must share with you. Number one is this is the last episode for this season. I haven't really spoken too much about what the seasons are because to be honest, I still have to have an element of spontaneity and fly by the seat of my pants in my business. But I'm roughly working to 10 week seasons and we are now at week 10 on the 15th of March as I record this, which is just wild. I will probably take a couple of weeks off, get sorted with some new episodes for you and be back soon. I am just doing my best to re-energize and generate the right energy and frequency for my work in the world. So thank you for tuning in for the last 10 weeks. Number two, the Magdalene Frequency, my live in-person retreat. Tickets are selling. The super early bird rate ends on the 1st of April. So please do, if you are watching in the wings and wanting to come along to this, we are based in the Central Coast, please do get on board with your tickets ASAP. Number three, I am opening up a couple of spots for private mentoring with me in a whole different way to what I normally do. And I've used the word mentoring specifically and not coaching. This is really for the woman who wants me to be the wind beneath her wings as she explores the realm of the mystic, the realm of the spiritual teacher and guide and practitioner, and how to do what I do in the world with your own unique flavor, how to actually break down the barriers and the stories and the wounding that holds you back from fully being the self-governed, self-graduated, fully embodied healer, teacher, guide, coach, practitioner, woman, mother that you're destined to be. I shared a post on Instagram uh, last week also about being a self-graduated, self-governed woman, no longer needing to be classified under external labels of expertise. And I had quite a few people contact me after that, just saying, how do you get to that place? How do you get to the place where you fully embody this space in between of who you are and the work that you do in the world and no longer needing to be validated or good enough from the outside in? So this has actually helped to flesh out this mentoring role that I want to embark on with about three, maybe max four people. To be honest, I really want to go deep and I really want to be in a co-creative relationship and journey with the woman that wants to work with me in this space. So please stay tuned. I'm going to be sending out some information via email. I have sent this out to the waitlist 
already. So hopefully all the places haven't gone, but stay tuned. If you're not on my email list, please head to claireobade.com, sign up there, do so ASAP because an email will go out soon. And then we can have a chat and see if this new mentoring experience is right for you. So this is less about your healing, although that will always be a huge part of this transformational journey, and more about a co-creative experience where we work together. I have a beautiful ability, being a quadruple air sign, to be able to access ideas and wisdom specifically for somebody in their work and their life and their business. This is not business coaching, but this is very much about who you are, your purpose, your work, and your world. So if that resonates, let me know. Okay, let us get straight into this final episode of season one, The Inconvenient Woman. So this is also inspired from a share that I did on Instagram. I just had an experience with my daughter's school, which I'll share in a moment, and popped on Instagram and shared something about being inconvenient. And I had a lot of comments come through on that, mostly women saying, thank you. Thank you for this reminder. So let me share what I offered that day and what happened with Soleil's school situation, and then I'll dive deeper into being the inconvenient woman. So uh, it was week five. I hadn't yet had any real contact with Soleil's teacher. Nobody really had. It wasn't just me. We hadn't had a proper parent info night. I know COVID has kind of made things a little bit of a jumble, but that just wasn't good enough for me, to be honest. So I found a way to reach out and connect with her teacher, which was fantastic. We had a really long, very long conversation on the phone. I took up a lot of her time, to be honest, but it's really important for me that she heard and understood what I hear and understand about my daughter and what I feel that she needs help with, but also staying open to receiving guidance and information from a teacher too. So then another week or so went by and I'm taking my daughter to school. And for whatever reason, because she's human, she's feeling really delicate and overwhelmed that day. She asks to stay home to play a little longer rather than be at school half an hour early to play with her friends. But of course, what that meant is that we arrived literally right as the bell was going on. And I could sense already that this was going to be one of those moments. So I'm breathing and I'm being fully present and in my body and asking what she needs. And she wants me to walk her right up into the classroom because she can see that none of her classmates are on the school oval anymore. They're all inside. For a child with anxiety, this is really overwhelming, as you can imagine. So I walk her into her room. I help her pack her bag. The class is sitting down and starting to engage in work with the teacher. And this starts to distress my beautiful girl. So I, I literally have to get the teacher's attention. I have to interrupt her, even though she's got 20-odd other students. And I have to call her over, indicating that Soleil is reaching that point and she needs assistance here. Teacher was beautiful about it. Absolutely no fault there at all. But I had crossed a line. I had entered a space that I wasn't supposed to enter. COVID rules. I had taken my daughter all the way through the school, walked her right into the class, walked all the way into hanging her bag up and, and guiding her in. And as I walked away from this, knowing that she was now safe with the teacher and feeling a little bit more grounded, a little bit, or at least a little bit safer, I was reflecting on the inconvenient woman, which I most certainly am in these situations. I am the woman that doesn't just um, 
go with what's being dished out at her if it's not in alignment or it doesn't fit or perhaps I'm not satisfied with it or I can sense it's not working for my child. So when it comes to motherhood, what I shared on Instagram that day was getting convenient mamas. My daughter in that moment, her emotional well-being was 100% more important than any rules, so I broke them. And I know that may sound really selfish or flippant to some people, but I broke the rules because her emotional well-being is my top priority. I then contacted the teacher after and said, sincerest apologies for you know breaking that rule and entering that space, just checking in to see how she is. Of course, she's got a really busy day, but again, her well-being is my priority and I'm checking in because I want to know and I deserve to know and my daughter deserves to have somebody fully present with her experience too. And I wrote to her and I said, as you can tell, my daughter's emotional well-being is 100% my priority and always will be. So thank you for allowing me to be connected with you and to be in this relationship and have an open line of communication. And as I said before, this had me really reflecting on what it means to be inconvenient. In motherhood, for me, it often means I have to push past certain boundaries or I have to ask questions that make other people uncomfortable or I have to demand a certain experience or I have to expect a certain relationship or dynamic. And it means I'm often the person that stands out. I'm often the person at parent-teacher info nights who puts her hand up and says, there's a chair in the corner. I can see that looks like a timeout space. Could you elaborate on that, please? Or my daughter came home from school and she said this. Of course, she's seven and I realised not everything comes through as fact for her, so can we talk about this? As a mother, I am often inconvenient and I'm okay with that. I'm more than okay with it. But this had me wanting to unpack, what does it mean to be inconvenient as a woman, as a mother, as a human being, particularly as a woman who identifies as a feminine core being and has felt the effects of patriarchy? Of course, men have too, but I'm commenting more on the female experience here. We are not allowed to ask for help. We are expected to juggle so much. We're expected to get on with it. We're expected to go with the flow. We're expected to be accepting. We're expected to not rock the boat. My God, how many times have I actually heard, don't rock the boat, Claire. Claire, just quieten down. Don't ask that. Others just, shh, it's, it's okay. We don't need to go there. But we must. We must. We must rock the boat sometimes. We must get inconvenient. We must raise our thoughts, our hearts, feelings, our voices for ourselves and for our children. We must ask for help. We must say, you're expecting too much from me and I can't do this alone. I need help. I'm not going to suck this up. I'm not going to pretend that this is okay. I'm not going to behave in the way that you want me to. I've had situations in social environments where I've made a decision to leave and it's not convenient for everybody else or it's not okay. But if it's right and in alignment for myself as a sovereign being, I will move that way. I've made decisions at social occasions for my children and seeing that it's affecting their emotional well-being, I will make moves to be inconvenient and to change the situation. So being inconvenient is exactly that for everybody else, but it's so bloody convenient for yourself because we must 
It's more inconvenient if we don't, if we don't prioritize our energy, our health, our vitality, our spirituality, our needs, our emotional well-being. It's time to become more inconvenient and to push back on all of the invisible boundaries and the chains that lock us into servitude and submission and towing the line and shushing up and not rocking the boat. What was fascinating to me in the uprising and awakening that has been happening over the last two years is women being inconvenient and raising and roaring through their voices and saying, this is not okay, and I know it's so uncomfortable for you to witness my fire and my rage and my intensity, but it's not okay, and I don't care how inconvenient this is for you because actually it is the most convenient thing for me and my family and my people. And in fact, it becomes inconvenient if I do not speak my truth because the knock-on effect of that is huge, and we have been there for thousands of years years. I was just recording before the code activation inside I Am The Remedy, which is an audio transmission that happens every fortnight. And one of the things I shared is that chaos that we as women experience as we descend from our autumn into our winter, as we get closer and closer to our bleed, we have been told that this chaos is too crazy, too much, too much feeling, it's overwhelming, it's untethered, it's wild. But actually it's that chaos, that descent into the darkness, into our womb. This is where we access our beauty and our truth. This is where we access that quality of the feminine that allows us to dissolve boundaries and to break servitude and to smash through submission and to no longer toe the line and maybe that might feel a little wild for somebody else but actually it's us coming more and more into our innate wild feminine our innate and true intuitive open wisdom filled mama who roars who stands strong and it's in that chaos that we can access the inconvenient woman and I haven't yet figured out another word for inconvenient that I want to use. But when we embrace being inconvenient and we let go of caring how that's perceived, we embrace our true self and we stand in integrity and authenticity and we can speak our throat, our heart clearly. We can express we can do what's in alignment for us and for our family. And this feels important. This feels like important work. And it might simply be for you that you want to go to a yoga class and it's so inconvenient for your family in that moment, as it often is for me. It's so inconvenient for my children that when they wake up in the morning and mum's still in the middle of her practice, that they have to wait. They have to wait till I finish, even though they might be hungry. But I must. I must be inconvenient in that moment because it's that inconvenience that gives me more of what I need, which means I can pour forth more. So we must. We must embrace the inconvenient woman. And if you come up with another way of term terming this, please let me know.
we have been held back in so many ways and we allow ourselves to hold back and then we hold back other women. It's time to say enough to that. So my invitation to you is when you notice you are holding back a behavior, a conversation, an attitude, a thought, an opinion. Of course, you don't have to spew everything out all the time. Of course, you don't have to unleash and project your anger and hurt onto other people. But when you notice that, ask, am I towing the line here just because I want to be convenient and I don't want to rock the boat and I'm being conditioned to never be that inconvenient woman? Because the inconvenient woman, she cares. She's a woman that cares. She is a woman that cares about people, about her family, about the world, about the earth, about life. She cares. And she is not lazy and she is not lax and she is not dismissive and she doesn't take the easy road. Being inconvenient is not easy. It's challenging. But no one said giving a shit and showing up to life is easy. And you can be convenient at times when you need to, when it's too much. It's too much and it's hard to push back and it's hard to hold that energy and towing the line today might be just what you need and I get it. And that doesn't mean that you're a woman that doesn't care. Of course not. But the inconvenient woman recycles her soft plastics and everything else as inconvenient and time-consuming as it is. She does it because she cares about the earth. And the inconvenient woman calls her daughter's teacher so that she can have a conversation even though she knows she's taking up extra time. And she might have to do that three times in one week. And the inconvenient woman turns to her children even though they're begging for her attention and says, today I really need to go to a yoga class and I'm going. And I know that when you walk out, you're going to cry. And I know that that's not convenient for this family right now. But I love you and I'll be back soon. And the inconvenient woman maybe books in an acupuncture session and a massage on the same day. Or the inconvenient woman organizes her own 40th birthday party and then the next day heads off on a retreat for three days. Does that sound like someone you know? (laughs) I hope that this is making sense to you. The inconvenient woman is not hurtful. She does not project onto other people. She doesn't unleash and spew out. She does not uh, ignore other people's needs. She is both selfless and selfish all at the same time. So this is my invitation and I leave it with you. And I invite you, where am I always embodying the archetype of convenient woman? And where could I instead inspire inconvenience and play with that? I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I can't wait to reconnect on the podcast again soon. Thank you for listening to Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and ears of those that need it most. If you think of someone that needs this medicine, please do me a favor and share this on. You can find me over at clarabade.com slash podcast. Thank you for being a part of this journey of awakening.